We've been getting, and honestly, we've been really, really happy and impressed and just over the moon with one, the feedback we're getting for the show and two, the listens. Yeah, it's been really good. I mean, it just shows when we put a show up and, and the, <laughs> it's just fantastic. It, like it never happens. No, <laughs> we had a bit of a when, when we put a show up. Uh, I'm not is, that, to, is that your new... I'm not going to be able to mute this. Is that your new Apple Watch? I don't know how to mute it. But anyway, just to pull this back mute my watch. So... I would just want to say thanks for everyone that does listen. Um, the questions are coming in thick and fast, and we're really enjoying doing those on the show. Uh, we've had some engagement, and some people refer us on uh, Twitter as a, a great UK business podcast. Like, you know who you are. We really appreciate it. Um, and it's kind of the reason that we keep doing this. Uh, it started off really slow, and since the last kind of 30, 35 episodes, it seems to have snowballed. So, just a quick thanks to everyone that listens. We're really enjoying doing it. And hopefully, you guys are taking something away from it. And we definitely are. It really. I don't, like for me just, yeah I'm having fun yeah, it's, no but in, not just the fun side of it is it kind of makes us kind of talk about topics that are sensitive to us and, and relevant and some of the questions that come it's in really like, like a, a second guess not a vent but it's like a counselling session nice, it's, it's, it's good to talk things through <laughs> cool so what's your topic um, yeah so today I kind of just wanted to single this out and say obviously we it's Friday yep uh, we had a round table had a Prague did. trip last week I oh, need to address yeah. that so yeah, I've I've had a short week. But so what has felt like an eternity. So uh, that's the reason there was no Friday podcast oh, yeah, launch yeah. on Saturday. Uh, we actually planned to take the road mics out to Prague with us and record it. One that didn't happen, and two, to be honest, that was we were a in wise that. decision yeah. not to take the mics. Okay, we could have killed the show. Yeah. Like, the stuff that we were or recording. Or it could have <laughs> took it into it's new direction. New directions. <laughs> um, so we got back from Prague on uh, Monday night about midnight. It was Harry Stagdo. Um, the reason we're talking about this now is a lot of people have said they enjoy our general conversational show on a, on a Saturday. So, Stag Do got back Monday night. Um, I was going to try and be a trooper and come to work on Tuesday. That was never going to happen after how I felt. And then you decided to take Tuesday and Wednesday off. I did not feel normal until Wednesday evening after sleeping literally for just two days straight. I'm jealous. I'm looking forward to the weekend and just having a bit of a, a catch-up. But, sorry to derail you, Harry. We're, we're on the Friday show. What was your question? Yeah, so I was just going to talk about kind of our discussion that we had uh not too not too long ago um you've kind of how to describe it but we've obviously always been going to you because this is kind of your company we're always like to double check with you yep. any decisions that we make um not that we can't make those decisions on our own but we always run it past you yep uh and basically essentially what you've said now is we need to be basically standing on our own two feet and making the decisions ourselves, and just be confident in the decisions we're making yep. um, and that's kind of it like I guess what what's made you now take that stance obviously you've not said you've not you're not out of the room yep. but you're basically saying you want us to kind of be our own be our own be the masters of our own destiny is that your watch again but it is my, it's over there it's not it? even on your wrist now <laughs> wow no so um just for anyone that's new listening, you probably might not know by now, but every Friday we have kind of a, a weekly discussion um, just to round the week up. And we try and go down this new formula, which is kind of what have you done, what we struggled with, what's your big challenge next week sort of attitude and what's going to stop you from hitting it. So recently what we decided to do um, was implement that as a kind of a, a guideline of the groups. But before we got into it today, uh, as you pointed out, I just wanted to open up with, I want to remove the safety net from everyone's roles. Mm-hmm. And I phrased it like that, and I, I had to follow up with, 
I know there's going to be mistakes that are made and it doesn't mean I'm going to pull you aside and, and give you a dressing down and, and roast you over it. By me doing this, I understand there's a risk. So the, the key thing, what I'm trying to do, um, and you can ask any questions you want after I've explained it, is the, the, the roles have become a lot more defined and focused over the last six months. Being part of a startup, like everyone has to just muck in and do things. Over the last six months, we've really started to define what we do, what we're good at, and where we add value. But because I'm in the room and people are still learning and developing that every decision to date, even the stuff that I know, and I said it, I kind of said it like this, I said it exactly like this, is for every 10 things I get asked, like I know eight out of 10 mm. of them, that person yep. already knows the answer to. And it's not an issue. It, I'm still, I'm sat in the same room. Um, it, it can be a bit distracting getting pulled in and out of things that I, I don't feel like I need to. Yeah, That's well, not. You, you said before when you work from home, you feel like you're so much more productive kind of in the partnership. Yeah, massively. Area. So I, I just take that day and, and just isolate myself because I need mm. to get the revenue into the business. Um, but the kind of, the key thing that I'm trying to, I kind of instill in people is, as this company grows, like the roles are going to develop really fast and all of a sudden we're coming into our stride, we're getting traction, we're getting growth, like month-on-month growth now that we're... Like the thing, the issue we had six months ago was we'd get growth and then it would slow and then get growth and it would slow and have an idea and we'd do it. But we seem mm-hmm. to be doing some consistency now. And when I kind of started seeing that two months ago, it was like, well, Harry's role is going to need to grow and Matthew needs support in this area. And I looked at the team and thought, actually, like you guys are going to need to basically help manage people as they come into the company um, yep. onboard them help them and they might be working under you next to you whatever it is but you're going to be responsible for that core role and what i didn't want to happen was our team to have people working with next to them under them whatever it is asking them questions and then you guys feeling like you still need to run it by me so it was just trying to take that safety net away and saying listen i fully trust and have all the confidence in the world in your decisions eight out of ten of the things you already know the answers to the other one you'll just get right and the other one you might fuck up but if i don't stop micro the thing is i don't want to say the word micromanaging because i don't i don't feel like it's me going that way i feel like it's coming up to me there might be there might be a combination of the two yeah. of me being it's able like to, you're asking to be micromanaged just on <laughs> yeah and it, that's probably what it is and then i do it more because i feel like they want support but the feedback i've had with people especially in one-to-ones is they're enjoying having more responsibility and they know their roles so it's kind of like I know things are going to happen and I might have not done it the way that you did it. But you kind of go back to why we hire people. It's so that they can do a role better than you can do it yourself. Like just focus on a specific part of the company and do it really well. So I wanted to just take the safety net away and say, guys, what I want to see in the next couple of months is you just owning your role in this company. And Monday morning meetings, stand-up meetings, here's, here's what we're doing. Friday meetings, here's what worked, here's what didn't. And then Matthew O'Reilly, his kind of core focus is helping making sure that the projects you're working on are working together. So he's going to sit with the team every morning, spend five, 10 minutes, what's happening, what's not working, how can I help, and just really project manage everything as it moves forward. And it, I just want to see the team... I, was, it's, I don't want to say level up because it sounds wrong. I just want you guys to understand the value and the focus that you already have, like the knowledge that you have, I just think because you've got the safety net of being able to ask me, you use it. Whereas I think you'll probably more enjoy your job if you feel like I can just do this thing mm. and not yeah. think I should ask Adam. Like, <clears throat> when I'm at the office, I get Slack messages and I'm just like, oh, you know the answer to this. Like, let me see you own it. And 
it's probably a fault of my own by not giving that that feel of ownership already. So I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. That was a long, long explanation, but that's what I'm really trying to do. Yeah, so just actually, I actually just kind of made a few notes then as you were, as you were, I don't want to say going on. Um, <laughs> that, that sounds negative, but I didn't want to interrupt your flow. Um, yeah, you kind of made a good point, but what I think what it all kind of stems from is um, you've kind of been the master of all of these areas yep. and you've kind of educated all, a lot of us in how to do things and things like that. So I think a lot of the coming back to you and asking, is this okay? Is it's, it's the student and the master. I just like, for example, if I'm going to do this, I know that you know how to do it really well. So I'm just kind of running it past you just yep. to double check. Is it as good as you think it can be? So it's kind of just making sure that, one were performing well um, yep. and again yeah I guess we just perceive I personally might perceive it as you still have just that extra level of expertise that can kind of say yeah it's it's good but we can make it great by doing this but again you could probably kind of we could probably push that to out of hours one to one not out of hours but yeah you know what I mean so. but I think <clears throat> excuse me I think What's happening in that situation is short term, it works really well. Uh, as in Adam, his thing, his uh, user onboarding message, I can say, um, or his Martin, here's some creative that I've done for a Facebook ad. And I'm like, uh, actually, the, the text is too small. You need that, blah, 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 blah. But I, the learning that I've kind of seen over the last three months is if people feel like they can come to me and ask my opinion, is the business is only ever going to be my opinion. Mm-hmm. Whereas... You said I'm uh, a master in areas. Like I'm generally a jack of all trades. Like you had to be when you started the business. Like Photoshop through to video marketing, through to negotiation, sales, HR accounts. You have to do everything. Whereas if everyone comes to me, I, let's say I'm 50% good at uh, online marketing where onboarding really specific for you at the moment like I'm 50% good at onboarding if you always come to me you're only ever going to be 50% and what I want you to become is I want you to become the master do you know what I mean and it's it's that realisation of short term it works but long term your limiting factor is me who's a jack of all trades yeah and that and like you say the limiting factor then stops this company from being more than just exactly you Yes, I don't want this company to have a ceiling of my ca- my capacity, yeah. uh, whether it's time or skill. The company needs needs what's to the be. What's the point in having staff then? Exactly, <laughs> I may as well just do it myself and have a lifestyle business. Mm-hmm. Um, the company needs to be bigger, better than I can ever be, and that's why I kind of sat back and reflected. And I think the key thing that I'm trying to learn now is I just need to start spending less time in the trenches mm-hmm. and just helping do the bigger things and working out how we take the business from level to level to level. Um, and this has all come from it. This is kind of like. If things carry on as they are, everyone will be as good as me at certain areas in 12 months' time. I'm like, well, that's really shit. Like, everyone's going to be 50% at a lot of things, whereas what we need is A players that I can come to you and say, Harry, uh, we've got uh, this issue with uh, onboarding uh, locksmiths. And you say, well, let me have a quick thing. Let me look what they do. Da-da-da-da-da. Cool. I'll build a new campaign for you. Let's see how that works. Like that's what we're getting. That's what yeah. that's kind of nearly where we are. But that's what we need to get to. It's kind of like I've established a problem. I come to the guy who knows how to fix it because I bloody don't know how. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of where I see the the, the, the kind of the, the the junior master, however you called it. Um, like I'm a I'm a I'm a, 
I'm a master at, I'm not a master, I'm a jack of all trades at a lot of stuff that's got us to where we are. Um, and I'm having to level my game up in certain areas around management and the uh, the things that are going to be required, the HR, the motivation of the team, like the, the stuff that's kind of ugly, but it has to be done because if you don't have a happy team and they're not motivated and know what they're doing, then the company's going to fall apart. I'm just having to spend more of my time on that now and I'm aware of it. Uh, I think if I don't do it now, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the downfall of what we do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, it's just that. It is basically, essentially, the releasing of the um, responsibility. Yeah. So it's, the, the green light isn't yours to give anymore. Exactly. So, Like Martin, like deals with clients, like mm. people that pay us five figures a year and he's been doing really good work uh, and I've been running over all of it. I'm just like, from next week, just do it. And he'll then naturally be more sensitive to what he's doing because you don't have that safety net. Like in my head, like I know Martin can do certain things that he's not doing because he's trying to make me happy. Mm. And I'm like, fuck this mine. I'm not the client. Like I don't care what you do to the client. If they come in the door, I don't care what you do in a private room to keep them happy. Just make sure that they're happy and they keep paying. Yeah. Like I am not the person you need to keep happy. If the client's happy, they stick with us. So just treat it like that. And when I said it to Martin like that, he was like, ah, kind of makes sense. On a side note, I mean, just me, Martin, and the client had a meeting. And Martin froze up because he didn't know what to say because he didn't know what to say in front of me. And this is like it was a, a point of yeah. I feel like we I feel like we kind of had. Uh, Do we cover this? Oh no! You know what? I think I'm think I'm recalling a private conversation. Okay, <laughs> so it was, and it was like I know Martin's really good, and I don't want him to feel like he needs to please me. Mm. And when we're dealing with clients, like his only care in the world is the client. Yeah, and we, I, that's it. We had, we had we all had this conversation around the table. That's what it was. Exactly. It was probably on a Friday meeting. It was mm. kind of like. That was one of the stepping stones to where we are today to realizing like the team is bigger than me and I need to let them know that. Yeah, and I think as well, um, making a mistake because you, because as of now, we've had that buffer. Yep. And it might, it might hurt short term to make a mistake and the client be unhappy or a customer be unhappy. But you won't do it again. <laughs> exactly. Won't won't do it again. And my, my honest belief is because you don't have the net, you're going to be a lot more precious over your work. You'll yeah. take a damn sight more pr- pride in it. Yeah. Because it's not like, oh, I'll go into school with a B grade and the guy's going to help me turn it into an A+. You ain't got that. You ain't got the second chance. So you're going to go in and make it an A+, before you even like submit it. That's That's how I feel this is going to go down. Yeah, definitely. Having someone review your work or yep. whatever it is and there's definitely it gives you that kind of it, you know because you know it's going to go through QA before it gets delivered yep. you can't you almost do take a little less yeah I agree inherently like there's no way you're kind of getting your head around that just because you know that okay I'm going to run it past them first or they're going to just double check it and if if there is an issue they'll flag it up and I'll correct it but because someone said here's where it's wrong it only takes five minutes to correct Whereas yeah, and and the do- and the tough stuff in your work, like you might be working on, um, let's just say, let's just say you're working on some copy for a message, okay, uh, and you're like, oh, how do I communicate this? And rather than really thinking about it and spending a bit of time, you're like, I'll just put this down because I know it needs better work, and 
the guy who's reviewing it will just help yeah. me fix it. Whereas if you think actually the first person that's going to read this is the person that I'm trying to sell this to, then you'll take the care and attention and then you'll get better. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, what else did we talk about? <laughs> Not that I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but, I mean, apart from obviously reviewing kind of our, yeah, where we're at. It, it was just heavily around that and this is, I don't know how far we are into this, but I don't want to put a kind of a, a milestone of what we need to record, but I feel like this has been a really punchy show compared to normally on a Friday this feels more like a Q&A answer because I'm like raring at it a it's little because bit. I haven't even been in work for two days <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm ready man so uh, let's wrap it up here man this feels like a good week um, maybe just give a quick mention to how people can reach out for the Q&A yeah do you want to do you want to <laughs> do you want to do that because I normally make a note of how to reach us yeah so as you've probably seen if you're a subscriber to the show is it feels like we abrupted very early on that thing but I think the message was clear um if you're a subscriber you'll realise that we've started to do Q&A shows because people understand we're a startup based over in Birmingham in the UK uh, we've gone from kind of uh, one person to uh, nearly ten um, we're growing the team at the moment uh, and we've made a lot of mistakes along the way as a team. Um, 90% of them have been mine. And we kind of built this startup podcast as a way to just share some of our experiences. And we're not trying to, like, we don't try and sell off this podcast. This is purely just for the enjoyment of connecting with other people. Um, like, I think one of our listeners found it the other day. And if Jamie, you're listening, what's up, man? Um, <laughs> Uh, so it's kind of a it's just an enjoyment factor for us so we kind of open the doors up and say if you want to reach out you have any questions you can email any, us in any any kind of questions as well not not even necessarily um about stuff yeah literally like personal. we've got we've got a bunch of the team that if you ask us a question someone will be able to give you their opinion it might be a bad opinion but someone can give you their opinion um, so one you can, opinion doesn't reflect the whole team's opinion exactly <laughs> we need to put like a little clause at <laughs> that in, the, in the outro um, but you can email us in and the email is hello at experttrades.com that's experttrades two t's in the middle one s at the end dot com uh, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I've got to go on Twitter and check that. Oh, I'm so bad. On Facebook, it's Startup Diary. Startup Diary on Facebook, which is where we're just trying to put some energy and effort in now. You can go to Twitter, which is Our Startup Diary, or Instagram, which is Our Startup Show. You can connect with us on any of those. Um, or, I mean, at least they're all consistent. Hey, listen, we have an open door policy for our members. Like, if you're even in Birmingham, you want to come in. If you've been a listener from day one and you're like, I know, I feel like I know these guys, swing in. We're, uh, we're here over in Birmingham. Just hit us up and let us know. And if you want to send us some pop filters in, that I've sorted mine. I've sort of wrapped mine round and it's like, and it's still sturdy. But it just looks the sorriest looking thing. Luckily, it's not a video podcast. <laughs> cool, man. Shall we uh, wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. Cheers, guys. Bye.